Hey, I'm Alicia Bake. I'm Jen Greenfield. And I'm Jen Tifoni. VO Booth Besties listen to the questions you have. We find pros in the know to help you learn. And connect with our amazing VO community. Welcome, Welcome to, to VO, VO Booth, Booth Besties. Besties. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to Booth Besties. Like our intro said, we're here to help working voice actors get your most important questions answered by industry pros who know. Each week, we'll have a new topic and a guest speaker who is an expert on that topic. Speaking of which, we want to make sure you're all current on the awesome speakers we have coming up and other exciting opportunities. So we have an email distro list. If you'd like to join, head over to boothbesties.com and shoot us a message with your email. A quick bit of housekeeping, in order to stay on topic and get as many of your questions answered as we can, we're actually going to keep hand raising turned off. However, the chat will remain open and this week, AB will be monitoring that. Now, without further ado, let's meet our guests. Sis, sis, sis. Over to you, JD. <laughs> Thank you, NJ. This week, we're really excited to be joined by George Washington III and Natasha Marchevka. When asked how to describe his voice, which, by the way, I love, George Washington III will tell you that it is rich, deep, powerful, intelligent, flexible, and friendly. As a matter of fact, you're probably already familiar with his rich baritone. A freelance voice actor, he has represented companies like McDonald's, Courtyard by Marriott, Nike, Gatorade, Time Warner Cable, Mountain Dew Ice, Root, Sports Northwest, and Lowe's Home Improvement. He's the app voice for the National Museum of African American History and Culture. Plus, George Washington III is the voice of DC Universe Online's Green Lantern, John Stewart, which is just so cool. And with a VO business since 2006, Natasha has worked with hundreds, maybe thousands at this point of clients, including First Horizon Bank, Universal Studios, Florida Tourism, and more. For 17 years and counting, she's always striving to educate herself and perfect her craft. She also educates others. Before VO, Natasha earned a BAA in radio and television arts from the Creative School at the Toronto Metropolitan University. She spent several years singing in clubs in New York City and paying her dues with many different media and entertainment jobs. Co-creator of both Speechless VO, the voiceover industry webcast, and the V123 Pros, resources and a course to support talent in their use of the Voice123 platform, Natasha loves collaborating with smart people. And uh, she joined us anyway. <laughs> Over to you, NJ. <laughs> that was good. Well, thank you, George and Natasha, for joining us today. It Yay. is my pleasure. My first clubhouse. My first clubhouse. We, we brought you over to the other side, but you're also <laughs> welcome to just delete the app as soon as we're done today. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. we'll see. All right. Well, George, so um, welcome to VO Booth Besties. So just to give you guys a little background, one of the things, like we said in our intro, we really try to help uh, working, really new and working voice actors really get quality information, honest, you know, credible answers from industry pros. So today you guys are going to be talking to us about WOVO or the World Voices Organization. So George, I'm going to start with you. Um, can you tell us about WOVO, what it is, and why uh, people in the industry should be a part of it? Well, World Voices is an organization that was started, let's see, we were. it was started a number of years ago after, I believe, one of the FAFCONs 
And it was a group of voice actors who decided they wanted to try and create an organization that would advocate for and help assist people with the same kind of things you're talking about, with getting good information from working professionals. And it has uh, grown over the years. We started doing WovoCon, the, the conference back in 2014. And um, we have grown into where we're doing regular uh, webinars, uh, regular meetups with just members who are come in and talk when they just need a break, where we have the uh, the cafes on, on Wednesdays and uh, the Sundays where people come in and just talk and, you know, get, get you know, get some questions answered and a load off so they can just um, talk to other people who are working and get ideas and, and get questions answered. And um, World Voices uh, has been doing this, especially once the pandemic hit, where we were we started the the uh, the chats and the webinars uh, during the pandemic because we were no longer able to have the conference and we couldn't meet face to face. So we've been trying to grow our uh, our uh, what we're providing and grow our mentoring program. And I'll be working on that once we're finished with WovoCon um, to make that more of a more of a benefit for our members to be able to reach out to people and get guidance and get information and make it easy to get to and easy to contact people and just you know get those kind of answers and that information from people who are working and being and successful in the business. So the way I understand it is, is Wovo really is, and I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm restating what you've said, but just for clarification, it is working voice actors helping other working voice actors. It's not that you're pulling these keynote speakers and paying all this money and bringing in all these different people. I mean, it, this is within our own community. That is correct. Uh, we have in the past at WovoCon, we've had keynote speakers, but even when we did those, we were not necessarily making it a lot of paid people coming in to speak and 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 give sessions. It has always around, revolved around having members helping members. And we're really trying to stress that this year um, with WovoCon 7 and throughout the organization and making that is our primary goal of members helping members. We want to be that not just a resource uh, where people can go and get information, but making sure that we're creating an actual community that people feel comfortable going to other people in the organization for help, for questions, for advice, and sometimes just for someone to listen. Wow, that's awesome. Um, Natasha, can you tell us um, resources? How do people join? What does the cost look like? Sure. Uh, Wovo is a very economical $99 a year. So, I mean, it's pretty much less than anything out there. Um, and then with that, as George said, we have weekly, actually three times a week, there are online Zoom meetups. One is international or a global meetup. And the other two are, they're called a cafe. So, I mean, anyone can come, but it is for Anyone in the world that's a member can come, but it's mostly North American people. Um, Wovo provides a whole bunch of things. I hope I cover enough. George will cover me if I don't. But we also own voiceover.biz. So if you're a member, you get to be 
uh, part of that database, voiceover.biz. So you have a profile there with your demos up and a chance for people to find you, like a listing service. Um, We also have best practices and things on our website. We actually are putting out a beautiful new website in May when uh, WovoCon comes. But in the meantime, gathering up all kinds of further resource links uh, um, for talent. What did I miss, George? Um, Best practices. Um, We're trying to assemble uh, information about best practices for voice actors in their studio, outside of their studio, about uh, rates and things like that. Um, We also offer a player. So we have a a demo player that Mm -hmm. comes with your membership where you can put that on your website. It works with WordPress and any other thing like that and um, allows you to have a player that's kind of branded with our stuff and you can use that on your website or anywhere else that it'll fit in like that. So yeah, we, we're offering a lot. We speak about uh, voiceover.biz. We are using that, that database and, and marketing that to buyers and say, all of our people are vetted. All of our people have home studios. All of them know what they're doing. And so it gives people an option to look through a vetted group of voice actors and be able and know they're going to get quality from whomever they choose. And can I just tell you, um, I think I joined Wovo in September um, after talking to somebody about it at the conference in Dallas in August. Mm-hmm. And January, somebody emailed me, uh, a new client emailed me. They found me on the voiceover.biz and I actually booked a project and I think we're going to be doing another one soon. So yay. Yeah, there so I go. can tell you, you know, it's it's a place you can book. Super yay. Awesome. Excellent. That's what we want to hear. So, okay, let's get into the meat of it. We are like in conference. <laughs> if uh-huh. ever conference season, we're getting hit over the head with it. So uh-huh. can you, um, Natasha, can you give us a little... Um, Again, we've talked about what Wovo is and how it's kind of different, but can you tell us about WovoCon 7, why this is exciting and new and you haven't been around and we're because of, you know, COVID and all the things and what can everyone look forward to? Well, I'm going to start with camaraderie. Our president is pretty excited about just everyone getting together (laughs) because Wovo essentially started almost as a family, a bunch of uh, voice talent who are friends and decided, hey, let's create a nonprofit and make this a thing. And that was actually 10 years ago or so. Uh, George, again, correct me, but I think Wovo was created 10 years ago. And then seven um, Wovocons, because they take so much to uh, organize, it is the only nonprofit conference. So part of the difference with Wovocon is there aren't sales like they are now in all the conferences where you go and and you have speakers and they're selling something. In this case, uh, while the speakers, some are coaches, some are casting directors, some are school owners, uh, VO school owners, um, and they have something to sell, they've been told not to. (laughs) So um, you'll get to meet these people without any pressure of sales, with more about just getting to know them and talking to them. Again, our president is really keen on um, making it about camaraderie. it's going to be smaller. It's going to be about 150, maybe less in terms of 
people and that makes for a lot more chit chat and closeness. And also one of the things we have uh, coming up and I'm pretty sure you know her, Billy Joe Conzi is really into accountability, um, setting up accountability groups and helping people set those up. And so throughout the entire weekend conference, um, we're going to be working on getting people together, getting them to know each other so they can create accountability groups. So the difference in the past, I think, is, again, members helping members, us stepping up to the plate and saying we want to share our knowledge. And that was has been very successful. And um, I don't think we did any online conferences, thus the seven conferences out of 10 years. So, yeah. So um, you have, but you have to um, be a member of WOVO yes. to attend the concert, a con the concert, the conference. conference. Okay. Yeah. It's just in between members only. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I really like this idea of the, in you know, the intimacy of it, where mm -hmm. I do think it lends itself to more of an opportunity to build accountability groups, to get, mm -hmm. to get to know one another better. Cause you're right. When you really talk about community, we can all kind of know each other so virtually, mm -hmm. but what mm -hmm. a difference it makes when you're in person, you know, when you're in these small groups, these different yeah. sessions. Yeah, that, that's really cool. I really like that. Yeah. Uh, this year, is there, so as we were talking about virtual, is there a virtual option for the conference? There is not. George, why don't you speak to that? Because I know that that was talked about in the past, but there's a reason we don't. Can you share? Bottom right is your unmute, George. There right. you go. We've, we've talked about, we've talked about the, uh, the uh, virtual option, and we just felt that in, in what we are trying to do in keeping it, in keeping it small and keeping it uh, in where people are getting a chance to do face-to-face -face, that we would not offer a virtual option. And I will say, I, you know, as somebody who's been through the, the, um, the pandemic in the way I have, I mean, I lost a parent to it. I've had it twice. It's, <laughs> I understand the need. Um, but we're also yeah. trying to make this something where it, it is, there is, some value and something about being in the same place with uh, with everyone and yeah. so we are you know we're i wouldn't you know i'm not going to tell somebody come and don't wear a mask hey wear a mask if you feel if it makes you better and you feel more comfortable please do there's nothing wrong you know nothing wrong with that so we are, we're not doing it virtually we're we're considering streaming our family meeting which is basically our annual here's the information that we're going to that um we're sharing about what the organization is doing next and, and what when getting people's feedback. But overall, it is all going to be in person in Orlando. And uh, that's our goal. Gosh, I guess we should have mentioned that. Hey, everyone, Wovo's in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> we, we sort of skimmed that. Yeah. Um, how long, uh, how, how, what is the deadline? There we go for people to sign up to attend the conference. So we have open signups that'll be lasting until likely the end of April. Um, the conference itself is May 5th through the 7th. Um, <laughs> happens to be my birthday on May 5th. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so like I tell my <laughs> wife, yes, for the second year in a row, I will not be home for my birthday, but here we are. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so there, uh, if you go to, uh, world-voices.org slash WovoCon 
I V I I. So it's Robocon Seven with the Roman numeral. Um, that's where you can sign up for it. It's also obviously you sign up and and join the organization first. But yes, we are at the DoubleTree Orlando downtown. All right, perfect. Um, so Natasha. Can you speak to, I know there's, everything's laid out on the website, but just generally speaking, this conference, as far as the topics and speakers, is more, and I'm going to say educational, but of course everything is educational, but it's not really performance-based, or am I misspeaking? Are there some performance opportunities uh, where you, you do, you know, coaching kind of sessions? Yes, you are misspeaking. Yay! So please, please clarify. (laughs) I will. Yay. We had a lot of submissions, as you know. And um, one of the things about WovoCon is that it's full of a lot of intermediate and advanced talent, um, not as many beginners. I suppose, in a way, it's because beginners maybe don't know about Wovo. Um, But most of the people that have been members have been members a long time and have been around for a while, long enough to be able to provide excellent advice and sessions. So yes, we actually have a lot of performance uh, and we have then the mix also of business, a little bit of tech and some other things. So I'm actually especially excited about the performance. We have Debbie Irwin teaching medical narration. We have Mark Cashman teaching an audiobook workshop and a commercial workshop. We have David Lawrence the 17th also teaching an audiobook performance lab. We have um, Stanley Allen Fisher doing script analysis. Hugh Klitsky from New York, which I'm super excited about doing narrative structure. Um, Karen O'Brien has three performance sessions and she studied at AMDA. That's get out of your head, script breakdown. Uh, we have a couple of improv sessions. David Goldberg from Edge Studio is doing a performance session, as is Shelley Avellino and Anne Cloud. So I almost covered them all, not quite. Tried to balance it out so that all the performance sessions aren't at the same time. So you have the opportunity. And the other thing that's different about um, WovoCon is we tend to repeat the favorite sessions. So because there's five sessions going on at the same time, um, you can't obviously see them all. And so we have a vote. And then on the Sunday at lunchtime, we decide which three sessions will be repeated so that people can either see them again or see them if they didn't get a chance to see them. That's like really, really thoughtful. I know um, JT and AB and I were at a conference last summer and literally they the same genre all got scheduled at the same time for sessions. Mm-hmm. And we were like, mm-hmm. uh, we can't see any of them or we have to just mm-hmm. pick one and we miss the rest. So that's actually a really, really thoughtful, really thoughtful idea. Um, are there opportunities like other um, conferences where people could attend, but maybe volunteer or help work? Wow. That's such a great uh Question. Yeah, George, sorry, go ahead. Oh, yes. So um, it is help. We do, you know, need help on those sorts of things on the ground. It's not a ton because, as we said, it's a small conference. So we're not doing, it's not like some of the others where you have hundreds and hundreds of people there. And so you need a lot of wrangling and going on. We do have some people helping us and some people coming in specifically to help. So there are opportunities. Okay. 
Excellent. <laughs> um, let me see. Okay, AB, I know you were popping in a few little things. Do you want to jump in? Were there any comments from the chat? Or do you actually have any, since we've been talking, have you formulated any questions? So I, uh, we, we haven't had a lot of questions in the chat. Um, just, I was curious, how did Wovo start? And I may have missed mm -hmm. it at the beginning. Did you talk about how Wovo started? Not exactly, sort of. George, tell them the story. <laughs> oh, you got to unmute. Mute there. So I'll start once again, just talking into nowhere. That's me. <laughs> uh, so there is... Dave Kerboisier, Dustin Ebaugh, uh, Chris Menzelesta, and a couple of others after a FAFCON who thought, hey, we need to, we'd like to put an organization together that kind of continues some of the thoughts and the, the things of that they learned from, from FAFCON. And that's how World Voices kind of got started. Um, originally, it was based out of specifically Las Vegas because a couple of members lived there. Um, and so WovoCon up until this year has always been in Las Vegas. And but when we decided to come back post uh, post uh, pandemic, we decided we'd do it somewhere else. So it, it you know basically it's coming from friends, from people who have who uh, met each other through another conference, and they said let's try an organization that speaks for us, that speaks for voice actors. Um, and see what we can build from there. And this is what we've gotten to. They also have created um, a mini cons. So they would do like 50 people in certain cities. I went to one in San Francisco. That was amazing because with only 50 people, then you're just, you're, you're having dinner together. You're sitting in the lounge in the hotel together. It's a great bonding uh, situation and super educational. And we did that. one in Toronto a few years ago as well. And so hopefully uh, once now that everybody is freed up again, um, it is uh, it's a, a goal for us to reestablish those kind of communities and smaller events so that we only uh -huh. that WovoCon itself, we don't have to do every year because as Natasha knows, this is a lot of work <laughs> and it, it eats you up, you know, <laughs> trying to do all the things that are necessary. So to try and keep that to something we do maybe every other year, but have the smaller events so people can organize without all the overhead that comes with having to do a full on conference. Uh -huh. I love that idea. The, uh -huh. the smaller conferences also may help people, you know, connect with people in their local community yes. in a way. I know where, where I live in Raleigh, but there's a bunch of voice actors within a couple of hours of here. And I know very few of them in, in real life. It'd be great oh, yeah. to connect. So um, yeah. we have another but, question in the chat. Oh, go ahead. You finish. I was, I was just going to say, Alicia, by the way, I'm going to be in Raleigh seeing you in um, Porgy and Bess in April. So, Stop. yeah, uh -huh. so we should meet. Where? Uh, so it is at the, uh, let's see, where is that? It's at the, uh, yeah, look it up real quick. Or send it to me. <laughs> yeah, I will send it to you. I will be there. I will, I will be there. Yeah. There you go. Memorial if, I can get a, if I can get a ticket, I will be there. That I would Yay. love to see you in that, and that would be so great. We could we could meet for dinner. Would be there. Fabulous. You go. All right. Um. Uh. Oh. Wait. There's someone else in Raleigh. All right, y'all. Y'all Raleigh people, come find me. <laughs> um. So one question was in the chat: Does the Wovo membership count towards conference cost? And I'm assuming it does not. It does not. 
Okay. So let's talk a little bit about what, um, for somebody who is maybe hasn't been to a conference before, what goes into that cost? You know, $425 Mm -hmm. does feel steep for somebody just starting out in VO. So help them understand what they're getting for that money. So you have to break it down. So the $99 goes into Wovo, which is the operating costs. You know, it costs money to run a website and to run vo.biz and to do promotions and to keep us alive. So it's simply some um, admin costs. Really, that's all the $99, you know, to keep the organization together, basically. Um, And then the conference itself has always run at a a zero balance um and so you have we have to rent the hotel space you know the halls uh for a certain amount of time and then we're paying for food so breakfast and lunches are included um george add on the rest of the things there are certain things that are printed and things like that yeah so it's the things that we print it's the things that you get like you know obviously um there's usually something you come away with physically. And in this instance, we're giving you sweatshirts and portfolios. So there's stuff that things that you come away with, but it is all, as, as Natasha said, we are operating on, you know, basically we have a budget. We're not there to make money. I don't think we've ever made money on a WovoCon because that's not the point. Right. So our goal is to share information, make connections, get people a chance to meet and see each other and, and get those, you know, as we've heard from every from so many other conferences, get those golden nuggets that they haven't heard before. And that kind of all rolls into that. And so for the rest of the when you when you talk about what they pay beyond the the uh, beyond the cost of the conference itself, we are running the organization. We are uh, making sure that the website stays up. We're getting, as, as Natasha noted, we are rebuilding the website. In May, we should be we should be launching this new site. Uh, we are continuing to do more advocacy. Our president, uh, Dan Leonard, you know, from the from the Voiceover Body Shop, and he is continuing to reach out into the industry and reach out to people who are actual buyers in e-learning and places like that to let them know that here are the things that that you should look for in a voice actor and here are a whole bunch of them for you if you need them and things uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. And also, uh, WovoCon this year, we always have something different, but this year, um, the happy hour on the Friday is paid for and then we have a party on the Saturday night and that's mm-hmm. paid for. So, yeah, you know, just things. <laughs> yeah. So you, you you guys put so much into it and that's you're you're explaining these operating costs but when the I love George how you put out like you get connection and you uh you get value through the information that you gain those nuggets because mm-hmm. going to a conference you get to sit in and listen to multiple coaches or industry pros who are giving you so much information and to coach with someone an average coaching price is a hundred dollars an hour yeah right so yes. i mean and that's average yeah that's that's not even average that's really on the low side so if you if you're even paying a hundred dollars an hour to coach with someone, that's you're getting four and a quarter hours of content, mm-hmm. and you get the whole conference. You yeah. know, so you get to learn. 
And I will speak to one other where we mentioned all the performance things. Some of the things that we're talking about, and I know that Natasha is always kind of wants to hide these, you know, some of these just because there's so much value in some of them. Uh, Nikki Nikki Lulo (laughs) is doing one on the power of internal rosters. And Nikki is a, just a powerhouse of getting people, of learning how to get people onto rosters for companies, not the ones you would especially think you'd be looking toward, who assemble rosters and, and hire people directly off their roster, say, hey, here's a $300, you know, explainer, and that sort of thing, that, and how to get on those rosters. That's stuff that, yeah. where are you going to find that information, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, so there's that's the kind of things that we're that we're offering, you know, and making available to people. Yeah. And that's how we selected our speakers, you know, knowing that they had um, a really depth of knowledge in a certain area. So, as I said, they're mostly intermediate and advanced talent sharing things that are relevant to other intermediate and advanced talent. And uh, I don't want to miss it. So. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds, I mean, you go to a session like that and you even connect with one right. company out of that and book one job and you'll have paid for your conference. Yeah. Exactly. Things like Doug Turkell, who is the announcer, UN announcer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is, I mean, if you ever look at his things and how he's self-branded and his things about brand individualism and direct marketing for voice actors, this is this is gold information. Mm-hmm. We're also tapping into Jen Greenfield. Indeed, I've heard, I've heard a few things about Jen Greenfield. I mean, I guess she's pretty awesome. The name does sound familiar. <laughs> well, and you know, just to tie into what you guys are saying, you know, and and we've heard this before about you know, well, we're just hearing you know the same people, but. You know, the other thing, or, you know, at different conferences that you get similar speakers, but it is, there really is something to be said for life experiences of peers, of colleagues who maybe they aren't coaches, but they're really good. Like they're good at something, you know, they're really good mm-hmm. at something and you get to learn about that and they're mm-hmm. willing to share that. And I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, um, I'm curious. Did you have, sorry, go ahead. I'm just going to pop in real quick because we are at the half hour. So I'm just going to do a quick room reset. If you have just joined us, we are VO Booth Besties. Our goal is to help working voice actors get the answers to their questions from pros who know. Sounds like we have a lot in common with Wobo, actually. Right? Exactly. Tonight, (laughs) we're joined by George Washington III and Natasha Marchevka. We're discussing the World Voices Organization and their upcoming WoboCon 7 conference. So uh, that is all I have. Back to you, Alicia. Okay. Well, I was browsing your website and I noticed Mm -hmm. that they're um, in your FAQ, which I'm going to post in the chat for everybody else Mm -hmm. because it's great. You mentioned some VO resources that you have available. Can you talk about what the resources are that you can access? Now, we already talked about voiceover.biz and um, the, the player that you can put on your website. What other resources do you have uh, we all offer as part of your membership, there is a discount for Sweetwater, which always helps. It doesn't have to be a giant discount, but it's enough. There's discounts for, uh, for, for imprint. So if you're doing things where you're doing, uh, your own branding things, 
that is possible there. Obviously, we've talked about the player and we've talked about uh, VO, uh, voiceovers.biz. And as we continue to grow and and uh, offer new things, the mentoring that we're trying, that we're really trying to get back off the, off the ground in an organized way, um, the one of the thing I'm really excited about that that uh, Natasha has really been pushing with Billy Joe Kanzi is setting up of the, the setting up of the accountability groups as part of our part of our organization, not necessarily under the umbrella that we're going to check in on everybody and make sure everybody's in one, but the fact that we are making this a part of what we talk about to keep the connection and keep the accountability going for the people who are in the membership. Because a lot of people, one, don't know about accountability groups, two, don't know how to start one. And so we're giving you an opportunity to start one with us. We also have a mentorship program um, that isn't well outlined right now uh, through Wovo, but I've been a mentor to, I think, three people, maybe more over the years, where, when you are a member, you have access to everyone's contact information. And then you go in there and you ask, would you be my mentor? So I think my mentorship has been three to six months. Moving forward, uh, George and others are going to make it a more formal mentorship program. So it's a little bit more obvious on how to do that. Um, But again, that's very much what WovoCon is. It's an extension of Wovo. So the mentoring of the sessions can happen all year. We also have studio approval. And what that means is you submit your audio to our president who happens to be also um, the tech guru and he will provide you, if, if if you pass the studio approval, you get a badge that you can put on your website or any of your sites, your social, to say that you are approved by Wovo in terms of um, audio standards. And I, jumped on that as soon as that became available because it was a nice addition to whether it was my email or my website or my social at the time. Um, So we encourage people to take advantage of that. And it's really not that um, big of a deal to join. As an associate, you simply join up. I, I think there's a bit of a questionnaire, but as a professional, you need to share briefly, um, five jobs that you've done and, and how much, and it, share uh if they've been market rates you know if yes you were paid market rates and it's not as big a hill to climb as you might think it was very it was very painless and easy so i just i i didn't even realize you guys i joined wovo in january and i didn't even realize there was a login yeah um and i just (laughs) yep I didn't know because it's like yeah. up in a tiny little corner on the website yeah. and not, I didn't know. Uh, there's all sorts of really amazing resources right here available, but you have to log in to access it. So you have to be a beginner. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember first getting started in voiceover five years ago and seeing Wovo and being like, I want to, I want to join that because I want that badge on my website that, you know, that says yeah. that I'm approved and um, so talk a little bit about that. What is that badge that goes on your website? How do you, you know, is it just that you, if you get approved, you get to put it on there? How does that work? So, yeah, so yeah. sorry, George, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So the approval process, this, the audio, the approval process is you basically are going to give audio samples and 
Dan Leonard, who is our who uh, president and is uh, you know a home studio wizard. Um, he goes through, they listen to it, they make sure that everything is is top shape, and then once you are approved, you receive the badge, and you can put that on your website or wherever else you need to use it. Um, so that's for studio approval, but just being a member, you also receive a badge, you know, to say that you are a professional member. And again, it's it's just a nice street cred thing. But what Alicia's talking about is when you log in, there are resources like a general voiceover services contract that was created by Rob Siglampaglia. And if you've, if you've paid attention in voiceover, you know that Rob is like the go-to lawyer for voice talent. So he's got a general voiceover services contract in there for you, as well as intellectual property, copyright and trademarks for voice actors. So currently on our old website, there are lots of articles that are helpful to support you in your business, how to recognize a VO scam and different things. But when we have our new website up, there will be quite a bit more in terms of articles, white papers, et cetera. I love it. It's I, what I find really great about what you already have even is there's a lot of resources out there for beginning talent, but this seems really focused towards those who are in the meat of their business yes. and yes. trying to grow and, and know the ins and outs, right? Yeah. So they know, you know, you, you don't know what you don't know. So beginners don't know what questions to ask. And so you're exactly right, Alicia. It's for people who are asking the right questions, you'll get, you'll get the answers both in Wovo uh, as a member, but also at Wovocon. Love it. So can you tell us maybe how, like, for example, there's some best practices for voice talent. Um, and there's some really great tips on here. I'm curious who wrote these and where did they come from? Do you know? So the best practices were kind of assembled by the board over the years and have been reviewed to see that they're still that they still stand and they continue to we have to go back and review them make sure that they matter and that they're still relevant and so it's been our membership and uh, the leadership of the organization that has been putting those together over time and you'll see there are some articles on there that are that were contributed a while back not the best practices but the other ones that need refreshing but it's all it's all constantly updating and a work in progress and we always ask that members help as well with whatever they want to contribute in terms of articles yeah i love it um there's there's one on here that uh says never speak publicly or post on social media negatively about other voice actors or speak mm. ill about a competitor and i mm. think that's something that we need to talk more mm. about in our current you know working mm. There was a big, you know, hullabaloo a couple of weeks ago between a couple of other, a couple of voice actors that got a lot of attention. And that's not the mm. kind of things we want to be part of, you know. I'm glad I don't know what you're talking about, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> we will, we will, you know, you don't want to know. It was ugly. No. It was no. ugly. Yeah. Well, the, there's no value in that. What you gain, no. who gains from that sort of, uh, no one. And it just makes us as an as a group of people look bad there's no reason for it yeah well and i um for those in the audience so like alicia mentioned earlier i am going to be a speaker at um wovo and one of the things that i'm going to talk about is networking and you guys all know that 
your social media presence, whether it's on LinkedIn, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, you know, these are not always, I mean, I, I try to have fun and try to find the balance, but there's network opportunities there, but there anybody's eyes can go there, right? Can see your mm-hmm. post, can see your content. And so when you are coming from a place of trying to network, get new clients, build relationships, yeah, nobody wants the, you know, the Eeyore of the group, you know, under, <laughs> under the, the dark cloud, you know, so making sure that you're on the up and up um, is such a great way. And it also builds, it builds, um, you use the word camaraderie, you know, you want people to engage with you, you want to have fun, you know, and uh, build each other up. And so anyway, so I think that's a, an oh, important wait. part of networking when you're using social media, you know, Make it an opportunity to be positive and lift, other, lift others up. Yeah, and that's the basis of Wovo and WovoCon actually anyway. We're yep. just like a family and you meet someone and then you hug them ever after. You know, um, Part of WovoCon will be a lounge where you can just hang out and have coffee or whatever and sit and chill and talk to people. So, and and meals, meals together and everything. It's, it's pretty cool. Well, I am very excited um, to attend, to be a part, to join this really cool community. Um, So we have a fun little thing that we like to do. I don't know. Do we have any more questions, A.B., in the chat? Um, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I don't think so. Nope. All right. Well, so what we... What we like to do with our guests, we kind of, we have these three for fun questions, a little James Lipton style um, Mm. that we like to ask. So I will start with you, George. What singer, band, or composer are you enjoying right now? Okay. Okay. So. (laughs) Start thinking um, of your answer, Natasha. You're next. So here's the, this is interesting because I was just asked, well, I wasn't just asked, but I did say yes to um, sing at Opera in the Park in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania with a friend of mine who both went to Northwestern with me. And she's like, but it's about, it's comedy. So you only have to do one actual aria. So right now it's Rossini because I'm looking at something from Barbara Seville. So I'm not, I cannot do, I am no longer capable of doing the factotum because wow, I'm old. So I'm looking at other stuff. (laughs) So yeah, so right now it's Rossini. Now, All right. That puts you, you wait one second. Oh, that puts you in my neighborhood. Oh, oh really? going to be in Harrisburg. Is this a public performance? Oh, yes. Yes. It's the Harrisburg Opera Association. Oh, well, maybe I'll have to make a trip north or south and uh, <laughs> check that out. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, it, it's, it's really, um, I stopped singing for probably 10 years. Um, where I didn't sing at all, or, you know, in, in any kind of organized way. And then a couple of years ago, I was able to start going back. And yes, my voice is not what it used to be from that perspective. And you use it just for speaking and you're not actually practicing as much. But uh, the, it has given me some, by fully being into this, it has given me some other opportunities. Mm-hmm. So How for about me, you, Natasha? I think you might be surprised. <laughs> Um, I do have a lot, but, um, first just as a human and, a and, a really amazing talent and incredibly, well, Lenny Kravitz is my jam. 
Um, and actually, Chris Stapleton, I totally love. That said, I'm going to surprise you. I've been listening to Yacht Rock on Sirius XM, the Nora <laughs> Jones station on um, on Amazon, and the Spa Channel uh, on Alexa. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love it. Well, George, I can tell you to tie back in. So I did opera all through college. I was a music theater major, but then you were required to do the operas too. But anyway, I also had a moment. Um, it's been like seven or eight years ago where I was like, you know, my kids were at this really, they're in, they're musicians. They, um, and they were at a local music school and there was wonderful opera teacher. She'd gone to Yale, the whole nine yards. And I was like, you know, I'll just jump in and just see how we can, you know, see if I can brush off the old opera vocal. Mm. That was enlightening. (laughs) Yeah. You find out real quick. You find out real quick what your limits actually are. (laughs) Oh yeah. uh We're stretching. Okay. All right. Our second question is what podcast, if any, because we found out there's quite a few uh, industry pros who do not listen to podcasts, but is there one that you're listening to right now? I am, you know, I have listened to the, um, uh, the, uh, middle-class voiceover yeah. podcast. Um, and from a voiceover perspective, well, I listen to a lot of other ones as well that are, that have nothing to do with what we do. Um, for entertainment, I listen to occasionally Marvelous Divas, which is a uh, podcast where they are going through the Marvel Cinematic Universe in timeline order. So it's, uh, <laughs> so there's, uh, so you're a fan. Yes, I'm a fan. I can't help. Look, I grew up, I'm a comic book guy. You saw that I was Green Lantern. I'm also icon in that same game. So I, you know, so I'm getting, to, <laughs> so wow. I just kind of feed my own, um, my own Jones for, for comic book and, and science fiction and fantasy type things. That's awesome. How about you, Natasha? I am one of those weirdos. I'm not a podcast person. In fact, I haven't even listened to my own podcast. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I've watched it, but I don't listen to it. It just hasn't been my jam. Maybe someday, because gosh, there's so many things. Yeah. uh, Wonderful things to listen to. Yeah. All right. Well, our final question, George and Natasha, is what is your favorite dessert? Mm. Oh boy. Um, uh, key lime pie. Mm. Not even going to, yep. Not even joking. I was thinking, oh, no, key lime pie. Let's just go with that. With an honorable mention for something that I only recently actually started eating strawberry rhubarb pie from Fresh Market. Mm. Oh my goodness. Mm. (laughs) So good. So good. Adding it to my list. Okay. So there is not a dessert that I don't like. Like, I'm not one. Um, (laughs) Currently, I'm watching what I eat, like, very carefully. So I made raw vegan mint Nanaimo squares. Um, They're absolutely delicious. I know that sounds weird. But for the rest, I'll eat any dessert. And that's why... I'm having raw vegan desserts right now. You're you're eating flavored cardboard. Copy that. Okay. No, no, no. I'm kidding. (laughs) It's just I've had too many desserts over COVID. So you're not alone. You're not alone. Well, uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. This is real. I mean, really been enlightening. And actually, things, questions we didn't even know to ask. Once again, you said you don't know what you don't know. So even I've learned even more. JT, do you want to wrap us up? Absolutely. 
Thank you again for joining us, George and Natasha. It was a really Our great pleasure. chat. And even as a member, there's a whole lot of stuff about Wobo I didn't know. Um, hey. <laughs> yeah. We want to remind everybody that VO Booth Besties has grown to two nights a week. We invite you to join us on Monday and Thursday nights, but not this Thursday because VOBB will be in VO Atlanta. So be sure if you're there to come find us. We're sponsoring the Friday night hangout. There will be a band and karaoke. We have some swag to give away. And we would love to see you to have a face to put with your names because we love you all for supporting us. And we want to see you. Come shake hands. Come hug. I'll see you there. Yay. Exciting. And next week, after VO Atlanta, join us for our usual clubhouse time of 5 p.m. Pacific and 8 a.m. 8 p.m. Eastern for a unique interview with Paul Stricuerda, Shelly Avellino, and Tom Antonellis. We're going to discuss mm. international voices in VO. And meanwhile, please connect with us on LinkedIn, follow VOBB on Facebook and LinkedIn. And if you want to hear replays of tonight's episode, or any of our previous episodes, you can listen now on our podcast, anywhere you listen to your podcasts, and on the podcast page at boothbesties.com. Good night. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of VO Booth Besties. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Well, pretty much anywhere they're playing podcasts. And follow us on Instagram and Facebook so we can keep the conversation going. VO Booth Besties. Yeah, it's a thing. thing.